Hey, this is Milan Milan. We are here. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day. Thanks everybody for joining. We're going to be going over He Walked Among His Creation. And this is going to take us into some parts. How many? I don't know. But stay tuned for part one. look around here we go we're talking about he walked among his creation and honestly i prayed like always and i did not know until this morning the day of this podcast airing that this is what we were going to talk about so praise y'all for that and the reason I feel led to talk about this is just look around like this world is like cray cray and I ain't trying to be here like I've been trying to be gone right however um my father is gracious and he is extremely patient and he has grace beyond grace okay so we are here still we're gonna be here until he calls us home so in the meantime what we're to do is to continue working for his kingdom right because this world is not our own it's just not um so we're in the world but we're not of the world and while we're here in the world we should be making disciples of others preaching the gospel the good news that christ is the only way for salvation so here we are so when i was you know praying and talking to our father i'm like i don't even know like what do you want me to talk about it's so much i could just go off and start talking about right but i always want to be led by him because I want to make sure that's the message he wants to be out. Not what Milan Milan say. Oh, this is a good message. And it could be a good message. But however, we always know that he plans things. And the way he does it is so um, divine and it's perfect. And whoever needs to hear is going to hear. And that's that. That's it. That's that. Okay. So, he walked among his creation. And so I was just, I really was thinking about this this the other day. And I kind of do think about it often. I'm going to really just get to the point that I'm trying to make and get into this um, study. So he walked among us. And so you think about it, like truly, truly think about it. We're talking about Yahweh. Yahweh is spirit. And you know, you know I'm going to give you scripture. So I hope you already got your pens and your paper ready. So he walked among us because one, he knew there was no other way for us to have salvation. Okay. He knew that. Two, he wanted us to be rejoined with him. Because without salvation, we'd be in hell 
and three is like the no-brainer right that we should know and I find it so um, overwhelming when I think about it sometimes that he loves us through all our faults he loves us through all the mistakes he loves us the most high Yah loves you now he does not love the fact that you walk out of his will let's be clear he does not love the fact that you are how you are but he loves you enough that he will bring himself into humanly form to live among his own creation for us to be able to have true salvation and then be rejoined with him. So just think about that for a second. I said he loves us enough to know that we cannot save ourselves. He is our only salvation. And he came into human form to walk among his creation that is fallen fallen from grace and it started in the garden we're gonna get that <sighs> to be able to offer us true salvation now now not all will choose him I get that I understand that got that But for those of us that will. So he died for all, knowing all will not accept him. Because we have free will. He did not create mind-controlled individuals. He created us with a free will. And with that free will that he so graciously gave, we could choose him or not choose him. Okay? So, when I say Yahweh is spirit, he does not have a fleshly form. He is spirit. That's how he is existing outside of time. He cannot exist within his own creation. So, ooh, thank you, Holy Spirit. He needed to have a fleshly body to dwell among us. Ooh, that's number one. So when I say Yahweh is spirit, let's look in John 4, verse 24. It says, God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. And then if we look at, um, what is it, Colossians 1.15. Colossians 1.15. And this is the preeminence of Christ. All right. So Colossians 1.15 says, He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. 
and then there's another one. First Timothy 1.17. So First Timothy 1.17 is under the title, Glory to God for His Grace. And so First Timothy 1.17 says... Now the, to the to the King Eternal, Immortal, Invisible, to God who alone is wise, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Yahusha is the truth. So let's look at John. Yeah, we're back at John. John fourteen six, and John fourteen six says, and this is Yahusha talking. Okay. Says, Yahusha said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He is our only way for salvation. He is literally telling you that he is God. And so many other verses that literally says that he is letting you know he is God. So when we read it back in the beginning with that first one I gave you, it said John uh, 4, 24. So let me just go back really quick. Let me just read it and try to make this make sense for anybody who's like, what, what? Because like I knew it, but you when you like the Holy Spirit like gives you one of those moments and he like like makes it like super clear like y'all I was like literally just sitting there just mouth open um (laughs) probably drooling a little bit (laughs) tears in my eyes okay so Yahweh is spirit John 4 24 says God is spirit and those who worship him must worship him must worship in spirit and truth. So if God is spirit, and Yahushua just told us in John 14, 6, that he is the truth, he is God, right? Okay, just please let that be clear. If that is not clear, go to the Father, because the Holy Spirit, his Holy Spirit will reveal all. He will make all known. Okay, so John 4, 24, God is spirit. And those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. Yes, Holy Spirit. So when you look at John 4, 24 and you look at John 14, 6, we see that Yahushua is the truth. Yahushua is God. And so when we worship him when we say we're his when we say you know what i ain't a part of this world i'm yours do with my life what you will Ooh, right Ooh, because listen bae listen (laughs) i've had those and it's been a struggle for me in the beginning because i was like okay yeah girls i know you god and i know you know all i know you love me and i know you will protect me from any and everything right because you love me and I am not a control freak but I like to be in control so for me to literally tell him that that was like the struggle for me and obviously right it's just my flesh so I have to let that go and put my faith and trust in him Hebrews 11 talks nothing but about faith stories it is impossible to please him without faith 
Amen. So, okay, I had to get that out. All right. So we also know that his Holy Spirit dwells inside us. 1 Corinthians 3.16. So let's go to 1 Corinthians 3.16. And it says, do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? Okay. So back to John. John is a good book, yo. John got stuff. John 14, 26. All right. So John 14, 26. And this is where um, he's speaking of the gift of his peace. So John 14, 26. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring you to your remembrance all things that I said to you. So just really look at the um, how words are in here, right? We always know it's of reverence to the Most High when it is a capital letter. How is it a capital letter in the middle of a sentence? Okay, right? So we are talking about the Most High. And then to look at it, it says, but the helper, your H in helper should be capitalized. The, okay, Holy Spirit, both of those are capitalized. It's in reverence to our Father, whom the Father, you see, this is not a lowercase F, this is a capital F. Go on further, will send in my name, my, the capital M, okay? capital H, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. When you look at this, you have to understand his Holy Spirit is part of the triune God. So we have the Father, the Son, and his Holy Spirit. One God, three persons. One God, three persons. Our God's name is Yahweh. Ooh, Yahweh. <sighs> All right. So let me just move on because we want to get get this done in all of this one first part. All right. So he did warn Adam in the garden that he created for his creation to not eat from the tree of knowledge. You say, girl, he did, he did, he did. So let's go to Genesis 2. And we're going to start at 15, actually. So in Genesis 2, actually 8, it starts where it says, life in God's garden. But we're going to pick up at 15. 15 through 17 what it says is then the lord god took the man and put him in the garden of eden to tend and keep it how nice right how thoughtful and i really mean it i truly mean it just let's keep reading and the lord god commanded the man saying of every tree of the garden you may freely eat. Catch this. In 
verse 17, he says, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Now we know when we continue to read this account in the Bible, he didn't fall flat on his face dead, no. He started to die. Christ is life. There was never meant it to be the way that it is today, okay? Did we not just read in John 14, 6? Let me just go back real quick. Let me just go back real quick. Because I need to like get to this. John 14, 6. Literally, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Life. He said life. He says life. Right? So we was focusing on truth. Now we focusing on life he literally says i am the way the truth and the life all right y'all so he warned him right he warned adam not to eat now eve was not created at this time Eve wasn't created just yet, right? She wasn't. We're going to read about her a little further down in the verse. I'm just going to kind of like say it just for anybody to say, no, she, no, she ain't here. She ain't here. So let me tell you. Let me show you. Let me show you. Let me show you. Let me show you. All right. So we're going to start. Now, we just got to read in Genesis 2, verse 15 through 17, right? Literally right after it. Look at what it says, 18, right? And we're just going to go ahead and just take it on down. We're just going to take it on down. We're going to finish this. Okay. So right there at 18, here we go. And the Lord God said, it is not good for that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comfortable to him. Out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever name Adam called each living creature that was his name so adam gave names to all cattle to the birds of the air and to every beast of the field but for adam there was not found a helper comparable to him and the lord god caused a deep sleep to follow adam and he slept and he took one of his ribs, closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into a woman and he brought her to the man. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore, 
a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh and they were both naked and the man and his wife and were not ashamed all right so i'm letting you know right now we just read about it verses 15 through 17 okay same chapter yah told adam not to eat from that tree eve was created later why because verses 18 through 25 is always going to come out after verses 15 and 17 that's why so okay eve didn't hear it so then what happens satan go around you know what i'm saying being all dirty like he is and he tricked eve i don't even know if i want to say he tricked her he convinced her he was uh he was slick y'all he was slicking and slick all right he lied all right so let's just get to it genesis 3 And we're going to start right here at one. It's the temptation and fall of man. So now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said, you shall not eat from of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of of the garden God said you shall not eat nor shall you touch it lest you die now we already know God didn't say you can't touch it okay but I me me Milan Milan is like okay this girl probably said that because she like trying to put emphasis like look dude we ain't gonna eat can't he said can't even touch it all right so let's just keep reading then the serpent said to the woman you will not surely die for god knows that in the day you eat of it your eyes will be open and you will be like god knowing good and evil okay quick pause who else wanted to be like the most high the homeboy telling her this lie all right just so we all on the same page okay so when the woman saw that the tree was good for food so wait hold on y'all she was already enticed she was already looking at it like oh it do look good it do look juicy it look like i should have a little bit right it says so the woman saw that the tree was good for food she already he already got her all sparked up already to like you know what just a little bit probably won't hurt right that's probably what she's thinking so scripture further says that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree desirable to make one wise she took up its fruit and ate she also gave to her husband with her and he ate so homeboy not even far like he literally right there but who did satan come to he came to eve Eve did not hear what Yahweh had told Adam. Adam did. And where was Adam? 
right there, obviously, right? Because it says she also gave to her husband with her. Like, homeboy couldn't have been too far. He couldn't have been too far. Okay? And then it says, and he ate. Now, he ate knowingly that Yahweh said not to. She ate without knowing because she didn't hear directly from him. But, however, she should have been obedient to her husband. But, okay, that's a whole other story. I'll be getting like, ah! Okay, that's a whole other story. However, <laughs> however, she did. Okay? And then she gave to her husband. And he willfully sinned against the Most High. That's what we're reading. Okay? So it's clear. He willfully sinned against the Most High. So Adam is like a shadow of Yahushua. He willingly gave up his life for his bride. Don't we all know that Yahweh is powerful? Like the Most High God could do anything. There are no limitations on Him. He's literally the creator. He's literally the one sustaining us today. As you listen to this podcast, as I give out His word, He is sustaining us today. You did not wake up because of the alarm clock. You did not wake up because your body is like, okay, it's time to get up. Like, no, you woke up because of the grace that he has for us. The sustainability that he is providing for each and every one of us. It literally always comes back to the creator, which is the most high God. And from the beginning of time, homeboy Satan been trying to take us and pull us from him. Okay? So when you say, oh, it's just the music, it's just the song, or it's just a little scary movie, or it's no, because it's not. Our eyes are to be protected. Our ears should be protected. Our hands, everything, we were literally made to worship him. So do we really think we worshiping him by watching things that he is completely against? Absolutely not. Don't fool yourself into hell. Okay? Just don't. All right. So Adam is a foreshadow of Yahushua coming to lay his life down for his bride. Because Adam knew better. He knew. And he knew most high could have just gave him that wife all right but he willingly sinned against the most high ate from the fruit that his wife gave him after she got tricked from what the bible said he is um the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the lord god had made genesis 3 1 all right so Yahushua laid his life willingly on the cross for us. I said that a couple of times, so let me just show you. Go with me to Ephesians 5, verse 25. 525. Yeah, that's an old song. Alright. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. So, no, 
the Pharisees, Sadducees, you know what I'm saying, all them people, them evil, they didn't, like, forcefully take him. And he was like, oh, no, what are you doing to me? Oh, no. Like, oh, no. He willingly gave his life for the church. And we're the church. We're members. We're members of the body of his church, right? And that kind of goes and touch bases with the gifts that we have. We can't all be the arm, the leg, foot, and all that. Okay, no. You got this part. I got this part. Somebody got that part. You might have one more than one gift. Amen. Amen. Use it wisely because the Most High provided it. Now, our time's about up on this part one. I hope that I touched on all these parts. Oh my goodness. I hope that you laughed. I hope that you would not laugh. I don't care. You can laugh at me. Laugh at me. I don't really care. But I really hope you were laughing with me. I hope this was enjoyable. I definitely, most of all, hope that it was edifying. I want you to learn. Take this back to the Father because you shall always be testing every spirit. He may even go ahead and just give you more knowledge right because the more we seek his face the more we fall flat on our face and we seek him he will he will he will answer you he will he will show up for you in ways that you just like oh my goodness you love me so when i say he walked among his creation oh y'all he walked among his creation because he loves us he truly, truly loves us. And he knows that he is the only way for our salvation. He literally said it all through the Bible. Our love letters. I love y'all. Go in peace. Stay for tuned for part two. I'm going to put out some type of notification. Um, but this is going to be a study. Okay? Thanks for joining. Peace. Thanks so much for joining today. I just want to leave you with one of my favorite salvation verses. Actually, it's probably the favorite salvation verse for me. It's Romans 10, starting in verse 9. It says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. Alright, so I want to let you know, just right here alone, breaking it down just a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit, okay? Because the closing, I just want to say this part. 1010 says, For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So that first part, for with the heart one believes unto righteousness. It is a heart condition. You literally have to have a softened heart. Have to forget that you know how to do things, okay? And put your trust in him. It is a heart condition to come to the Most High Yah and truly repent. And repent doesn't mean, okay, I'm going to not do it today or I'm going to fast from this. Like, come on now. 
that literally means I'm going to put it down and I'm not going to pick it back up. I am not going to indulge in this any longer. My flesh is weak, but the strength of the Lord, child, I'm telling you, when he sees you are putting forth an effort, when he sees that your heart has truly changed, when he sees you are walking towards him, he will meet you where you are. He will ooh, cleanse you, right? So everybody's walk is different. Ain't nobody walk the same all across the world. The Holy Spirit, His Holy Spirit will work within you and start removing things. And then you start saying, oh, I used to, oh, I used to like, oh, I used to hang with, yeah, gone. Why? Because you chose Him and He knew those things that you used to do were not good for you and it was not good for your walk and for you to truly walk in him those had to be gone alright so I'm going to say that worship God in spirit and truth Christ is God read the book of John start in John 1 peace peace